Hallo, mein Name ist Christiane Würz. Ich bin Coach und Autorin aus Köln und weiß, wie sich etwas aus Krisen machen lässt. Herzlich willkommen. Ich freue mich sehr und bin ein bisschen aufgeregt. Wir hatten ja schon das letzte Mal jemanden aus der Ukraine zu Gast. Heute geht's in die USA nach Kansas City, Missouri. Da sitzt über eine Videokonferenz schalte mir gegenüber Jason Holzer. Herzlich willkommen, Jason. Welcome, Jason. Hi, thank you for having me, Christine. Uh, so excited to be here. Es freut mich sehr. Also er hat jetzt gerade gesagt, dass er sich freut, dass er dabei ist und so. Ich werde es jetzt einfach so machen. Wir sind jetzt das erste Mal nicht deutsch unterwegs mit diesem Podcast. Ich werde es jetzt einfach so machen, weil die allermeisten ja doch Englisch verstehen, dass wir einfach nur Englisch sprechen und ich zwischendurch für die anderen, die vielleicht doch Lust haben zu versuchen, auch wenn sie sich nicht so ganz toll ausdrücken können oder vielleicht auch mal irgendwo nicht mitkommen. Für die versuche ich das immer so in ein, zwei Sätzen zusammenzufassen, auch wenn mein Englisch auch natürlich nicht perfekt ist. So viel dazu zu dieser ersten Folge in einer anderen Sprache von Aus Krisen zum Glück. Ich beginne damit, wie ich Jason überhaupt kennengelernt habe. I'll start, Jason, I'll start with the story how we get to know each other. There is a self-development platform called Mind Valley, a self-growth uh, platform called Mind Valley that is uh, located usually in the US, but it's working worldwide. And we are both members of this, let's say, movement or company or whatever. And um, please tell you how everything developed out, Jason. Yeah, you know, we, uh, I think it was over the uh, Be Extraordinary at Work phone, the Zoom calls with Vishen Lakhiani, the, the author and founder of Mind Valley. And I would call it just a global tribe of like-minded people. That's kind of how I see it. We, I think one of us reached out to each other and like, oh, you're from Germany? I was like, hey, I've been there. I, you know, and it was really cool from there, yeah. Also ich kenne Jason eben über eine Selbstentwicklungsplattform oder eine große Bewegung, Selbstentwicklungsbewegung, die sich Mind Valley nennt und wir haben uns über einen Zoom-Call kennengelernt und Jason war schon in Deutschland und ich frage ihn jetzt auch nach seinem deutschen Hintergrund. Jason, you also have a... A German background. I mean, Halse. Maybe this is something. I don't know in which generation uh, this was, but tell us a little bit more. Uh, yes, I believe it was my grandparents' parents. So I mean, probably late 1800s. I want to say um, my mom's parents actually. Her dad actually still spoke German. So you know, not. Probably about 115 years removed, probably from coming to America. My family lineage is coming from Germany to America. Yeah, yeah. Er ist jetzt nicht gerade erst aus Deutschland in den USA angekommen, sondern wenn ich das richtig in Erinnerung habe, sind es die Großeltern seiner Großeltern gewesen, also Ur. Ur, Ur, glaube ich sogar, Großeltern, ungefähr 150 Jahre her. Aber sein Großvater, also der Vater seiner Mutter, hat noch Deutsch gesprochen. Uh, Jason, how was it when you have been in Cologne with your wife? It was amazing. Like we, we loved the cathedral, the bridges. And then we actually went to, uh, while we were in the area, we went to a little town called Nerderzier, which is like 45 minutes away. And they have a restaurant called Holzer's Restaurant. And so we found it. We didn't know if we would or not, but uh, we loved Cologne and we, especially the Kolsch. The Kolsch was fantastic. 
Also ähm, Jason ist ein äh, echter Fan von Kölsch gewesen und äh, zufällig hat er und seine Frau, also Kölner Dom und so weiter, und er und seine Frau haben in der Nähe von Köln ein Restaurant entdeckt, das irgendwie Holzers Restaurant heißt. Und ähm, ja, also es hat ihnen offensichtlich gut gefallen. Kommen wir zu den etwas ernsteren Aspekten. Jason, let's talk a little bit more about the more serious aspects or let's say the more challenging aspects of our connection. I had a, a psychosis some years ago and um, let's say it's a mental health issue or a mental health challenge and um, for you the subject is also not new. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah, for me I lost my dad to suicide whenever I was 17. Um, you know, and so after that I uh, had a lot of things I had to work through as a young kid, young adult, you know, things like feeling overwhelmed, feeling like I'm abandoned, you know, or that I wasn't, that maybe I could have done something differently. And uh, so I had a lot of, uh, a lot of resentment too um, in, within me. And, you know, it was a tough time. I'm not going to lie. You know, it changed my world forever. And, you know, I think that's why as a suicide prevention activist, I think it's important to connect with People like yourself as well that are doing this work because it's a global thing. It's not just a an American thing or a German thing. It's something I think more of us deal with than than we realize. Mm -hmm. You're speaking very openly about the subject. I mean, you're working in the subject. You really want people to help uh, prevent situations like you experienced. Is it different in the U.S. that you can speak openly and frankly about it, or how? Do people deal with it? Um, it's it's getting there, but it's still kind of like the elephant in the room. It's still kind of taboo. It's like people don't want to acknowledge it as much for you know they or like they want to just kind of dismiss it like it's not here. But I think that's kind of the goal is to raise awareness and understand like hey, people are suffering because of this. Because Christine, um, in one suicide in America affects on average at least twenty five people. You know, and that's the average. Like for myself, you know, in my family, it was probably in the hundreds because I come from a, a very big family, you know. And I think, like, if people really understood the, the agony, the pain, the devastation that families go through when they lose somebody to suicide, you know, they, I think that things would, would happen to help give people help a lot quicker. So that's kind of my goal is to raise that awareness. This is your goal or maybe your mission or your purpose or whatever. Mission, yeah. Mission, yeah, yeah. In this direction. I mean, like... Uh, You, there are different concepts, um, but they aim in the same direction, let's say. Also ich habe gefragt, ob das äh, in den USA noch ähnlich tabuisiert ist wie in Deutschland. Und er sagt, ja, es ist so. Und ähm, also so im Prinzip, ist, es tut sich zwar was, aber es ist immer auch noch ein Tabu. Und er äh, hat auch darauf hingewiesen, dass im Prinzip ein Selbstmord natürlich ganz viele Menschen direkt beeinflusst, also so im Schnitt, es gibt da wohl eine statistische Zahl, 25 Menschen sind ganz stark äh, durch so ein Ereignis natürlich beeinflusst, innerhalb einer Familie oder vielleicht auch eines engen Freundeskreises oder so. Und ähm, ich frage jetzt ähm, Jason, wann er sozusagen zu dieser Mission gefunden hat, ich muss unbedingt was aus dieser Sache machen und äh, gehe die Sache jetzt anders an und nutze das, was vermeintlich so das Allerschlimmste an mir ist, als etwas, was ich geben kann. When did you discover that maybe this thing that might be the most hurtful thing ever for you in this life, when did you discover that this might be something 
where you could can give the most? Mm. Yeah, I think you know, as I, I wanted my life to you know really stand for something, and you know, with uh, what uh, what Vishen Lakhiani talks about um, in the book, he talks about you know your soul print, and he, he was like, you know, think of your best moments in your life, and then your your most painful moments. And so for me, my most painful moment was losing my dad. I was like, okay, so how can I turn this pain into a purpose? How can I turn this into something positive where I could, you know, maybe raise awareness to understand the importance of valuing your life, valuing yourself, um, understanding that you are loved, like, and that somebody does care for you. So I think that's kind of where it came from was, you know, how do I take my pain from that situation and flip it to a positive to make a big impact on on our society. Mm-hmm. Jason sagt, dass er im Prinzip tatsächlich viel Unterstützung bekommen hat durch diese Mindvalley-Bewegung und durch die ähm, Inspiration von äh, Vision Lakiani, das ist der Gründer dieses äh, Unternehmens. Er hatte auch eine Unterstützung von anderen Leuten und äh, zum Beispiel, das weiß ich einfach zufällig, weil wir uns jetzt ein bisschen kennen. Jason, you, you also uh, have been supported by somebody. You uh, made a contact. Uh, you, you made the contact between me and her, uh, Aura Nedrid. Uh, I mean, like um, this must have been very uh, um, supportive too. Tell us a little bit about that. Oh yeah, so with Aura, she uh, has a thought coaching program where she teaches people how to understand where their thoughts are originating from. And I felt like this is uh it was a key thing for me because it really resonated with me. It it connected with me on a on an internal level because a lot of our thoughts that we have, Christine, is uh it, they're from other people. Uh, and we kind of get emotionally involved in them, we believe in them. And some of them are really negative and some of them are, are not constructive. So if we can teach people how to control their thoughts and understand how powerful the thoughts are and by coaching them through their thoughts, then we can really, I felt like this was a way we can really give people a roadmap to changing how they think and, and thinking and feeling more positive about themselves. Er sagte also, dass er äh, ein Coaching-Programm mitgemacht hat von einer Frau, die heißt Aura Nadridge. Er hat mich auch mit ihr bekannt gemacht, also jetzt nicht persönlich, aber eben virtuell. Und da hat er ein Programm mitgemacht, wie man mit negativen Gedanken umgeht. Und er ist jetzt auch ein äh, Thought-Certified-Coach, wenn ich das äh, richtig verstanden habe. Also ein Coach, der einem hilft, negative Gedanken zu überwinden, wie man das macht. Jason, I mean, you you can't um, reveal everything in three minutes, of course, but uh, can you give us a, a short little practical advice what we can do if we're in this spiral thing like, uh, you know, sometimes it just starts with a little message from the outside and then, I don't know, you have this internal spiral and, 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 and you know a, a lot about that because uh, your dad might have been, somehow Similar. starting mm-hmm. this process and again and again and not able to stop it. Yeah. Uh, you know, one thing that's really worked for me is, is asking myself if I, if I feel like I'm not having like the most positive day, I, I find the ways to give, give back somewhere. Like maybe it's like I send a, uh, even like a, a message, like send a message, Hey, um, hope you're having a great day today. Or, um, I do something for somebody else, like I make dinner for my family. I, I get into like a giver's mentality where I think of how can I help somebody else's day get better. And when you think of other people, it gets you out of that funk. 
you know, it gets you because you're thinking how other people will benefit from you doing something for them, you know, because I think whenever we spiral down, we're thinking about ourselves, we're thinking about ourselves, you know, and like, what was me, what was me? And when you think about making other people's lives better, you actually get feeling better yourself. So um, how would you um, say that? Is this a, a lifelong learning process or is there, yes. will there be a time when you just think positive from the morning till the evening or? <laughs> well, I mean, it's a, uh, it's a habit, you know, it's mm -hmm. like if the more that you consciously think about it at first, then, you know, if you make it a habit of being a giver and, and when I say positive, that doesn't always mean you're going to always be happy all the time. You're going to have tough days. You're going to have days where you're sad, but thinking positive and feeling positive means I know today was a tough day. I acknowledge that. But tomorrow I think it's going to be better. And this is how I'm going to make it better. Like you give yourself a plan of action. You, it's like tomorrow I'm going, to make, I'm going to make breakfast for my family. I'm going to wake up. I'm going to make breakfast for my family. I'm going to do something to get my day started. I'm going to, for myself, I'm going to exercise tomorrow. I'm going to meditate. I'm going to pray. You know, taking care of yourself first as well I think is a big thing too. Jason hat uns so einen wesentlichen Tipp gegeben, wenn man irgendwie so ein bisschen in Gefahr gerät, dass sich negative Gedanken einfach so verselbstständigen und so Spiralen nach unten treiben wollen, dass man dann einfach schnell versucht, irgendwas zu tun für andere und sich irgendwie einzubringen, weil das sofort einen auch dazu führt, dass es einem selbst besser geht und dass man das Gefühl hat, man macht etwas Sinnvolles. Und gleichzeitig sagt er, dass es aber auch wichtig ist, sich um sich selbst zu kümmern, also da in der Balance zu bleiben, wenn ich ihn da richtig verstanden habe. Jason, tell us a little bit personal things about you. I mean, how old are you? What are you doing right now? Yeah. What is your job? I mean, I, I already said that you are a coach and um, but you have different uh, uh, professional areas where you're working. Yeah, I'm, uh, so I'm 35. I just turned 35 in July. Um, I'm also a basketball coach. You know, Dirk Nowitzki is a, is a famous German player that we all know. And I'm also getting ready to launch a company that teaches, you know, 12 to, to 18-year-old kids, essential life skills, kind of like what MindValley is doing, but we're doing it through sports as well. So we're using sports as the vehicle to teach kids how to develop the skills they need to be a great professional and, and person in whatever they decide to do after they're done playing sports. I know soccer is really big over in Europe. I know basketball is kind of getting there, but soccer is the main thing, you know. Um, and so our goal is to help kids across the world Develop, use sports to develop the skills they need to be a, a great person, a great coworker, and and find their purpose and their passion to, to make an impact in, in their unique way. Mm -hmm. Ich fasse es mal kurz zusammen. Jason ist äh, 35, er arbeitet als Coach, als Thought Coach, ähm, aber er ist auch, äh, hat eine professionelle Basketball-Vergangenheit und freut sich natürlich äh, und kennt natürlich Dirk Nowitzki, ist klar, und unterrichtet auch Kinder und junge Erwachsene in verschiedenen äh, Feldern, zum Beispiel eben, ich glaube, wenn ich das richtig verstanden habe, Basketball, aber eben auch, ähm, also wie sie rausfinden, in welche Richtung sie gehen wollen, was ihnen Spaß macht und ähm, wie sie einfach ähm, glückliche, zufriedene äh, Menschen werden, die gut durch ihr Leben gehen können. Jason, the title of this podcast is Aus Krisen zum Glück, which means uh, from crisis to happiness, or let's say uh, to a general uh, contentment or something like that, a general 
peace with your your life even whatever happened before so um can you underline that do you agree with that and why yeah um i think you know i've gotten to a place of joy when joy is like inner happiness joy is that you know inward feeling you get of like just serenity i think is probably the best word um and peacefulness you know And I've done that through truly going through the process of forgiving what happened in the past, like not allowing it to stay attached to me. And I think forgiveness is something that we do for ourselves, not so much for the people that maybe have hurt us or we feel like we feel wronged by. Forgiveness is something that you do to help you. And I think people have that backwards. People think that forgiveness is like for other people, but the reality of it is, You forgive others, so you can feel the peace within yourself to move forward. Also Jason sagt, dass er das schon unterschreiben kann mit aus Krisen zum Glück und ähm, ja, er sagt halt, man sollte halt durch Herausforderungen dahin kommen, dass man irgendwann so eine innere Zufriedenheit erreicht und äh, natürlich kann es immer mal so ein bisschen herausgefordert werden weiter, aber äh, wenn man das dann einmal erlebt hat, dann kommt man immer wieder dahin und ähm, ein Wort zum Schluss noch von Jason, ich frage ihn jetzt, ähm, was er noch vorhat und ähm, ja, dann muss ich leider Tschüss sagen, aber ich bleibe ja Gott sei Dank mit ihm dann sonst noch in Kontakt und es gibt natürlich auch bald wieder einen neuen Podcast, aber das sage ich ja eh gleich nochmal. Jason, um, maybe the last words, um, I know from the Mind Valley classes that you have high goals. So if you want, you can just tell us what you would like to do. Maybe you can help somebody even in Europe. I have no clue. Just just think big or uh, dream a little bit with us. Yeah, sure. My goal with my 4D athletes program is to transform 100 million athletes worldwide um, in 10 years. It's kind of my, my big audacious goal. And quite frankly, it's to end the trend of suicide, like where suicide is not an issue in our society. I don't know if I'll be able to stop every one of them, but make it to where it's it's not. It, it was a point in history, but it's no longer a a major issue that it is now. So those are my two massive goals that I'm working towards: is is transform 100 million athletes through sports and teaching essential life skills, and ending the trend of suicide. Wahnsinn. Er sagt, dass er 100 Millionen Athleten trainieren möchte. Auf der einen Seite, das ist sein Ziel innerhalb der nächsten zehn Jahre. Und das scheint noch bescheiden im Vergleich zum zweiten Ziel, was ich ganz großartig finde und was ich tatsächlich teile, allerdings irgendwie anders. Er sagt, er möchte, dass das einfach irgendwann überhaupt kein großes Thema mehr ist, Selbstmord. Und ähm, ja, mir geht es so, dass ich denke, ich möchte, dass diese ganzen ähm, psychischen Probleme, dass diese Ära mal ein Ende findet, weil wir irgendwie in der Lage sein werden, mit diesen Sachen umzugehen, sie zu integrieren und falls mal irgendwie eine Inbalance passieren sollte, dass wir da ganz schnell merken, wie wir das wieder ins Lot kriegen können. So we share a, a goal together, a big, 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 big one, but uh, we're not the only ones, so <laughs> we, can, um, we can trust the process and um, so thank you very much, Jason. See you. And uh, as I say in German, Danke schön, Christian. Thank you for having me on. Uh, it's been an honor and a pleasure. And uh, I look forward to continuing our work together and and uh, helping those with our to, to create mental wellness, you know, as opposed to and find a cure for mental illness. Yes, exactly. So thanks, Jason. Uh, vielen Dank, Jason. Um, 
Das war die 27. Podcast-Folge von Aus Krisen zum Glück. Zum ersten Mal mehr oder weniger auf Englisch. Ich hoffe, es hat trotzdem gefallen und war interessant und konnte gut nachvollzogen werden und verstanden werden. Wir hören uns wieder in zwei Wochen mit dem nächsten interessanten Podcast-Gast, den ich auch noch nicht kenne. Da muss ich immer ein bisschen gucken, was dann so klappt gerade in diesen Zeiten. Und ähm, ja, hoffe, dass es euch bis dahin gut geht. Und äh, bis dann. Tschüss.